You're listening to Soul Therapy, a podcast that inspires and lifts up your mind and soul as we get deep into the Word of God. My name is Tyler Bodwin, and although I am not a pastor certified teacher, I have been walking faithfully with God for about five years now. And like any relationship, I've been brought low and struggled. But even through my storms and struggles, God has always shown me His goodness in my life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Tyler Bodwin, also known as Adonis Falls, out there in the uh, in the hip hop realm of uh, Christianity, I guess you could say. Uh, so I felt pretty uh, convicted. Maybe not fully, really. It's not like a conviction, but um, I felt led to try something. Uh, I have really nice uh, gear, studio-wise, to uh, you know make stuff for you know music and music to glorify God. But I thought, you know, for me. This is really for me, and and, and you know, and I and I hope it it, it blesses people that that hear it. But um, don't get it twisted. This is for me, but I'd like it uh, to be for you as well. Um, so I thought I'd start doing like a uh, 15, 15 minutes uh, once a week, getting into the word. I have a friend on uh, YouTube. Uh, convicted to Christian, I believe is his name, and he gets into his, uh, he has a daily bread that he gets into and, and, and feeds himself with the word of God. Um, and uh, I haven't watched him in a minute, but it's such a blessing to be able to not only be sons and daughters of the most high God, but also be able to, to, to have moments in time where we turn, you know, our life and, and, and put it in, in, in rest, give ourselves a resting in God. We take our, I guess you could say Sabbath and, and, and not record, you know, you know, me getting into the word of God. Because if I'm always recording myself getting into the word of God, when I should be resting in God in that moment uh, you know, in my sanctuary, if you will, which is my bedroom, my bedroom slash studio. If I'm not taking time to do it without the cameras on, without the microphones recording, then it almost becomes an act. Because if I'm not getting into this by myself, and of course, when I say by myself, I don't, if I'm getting into the living word of God, I am not by myself. But in people who don't know, you know, and I don't know if people who I know people who are going to be watching are going to be uh, are going to be spirit filled and have the Holy Spirit and have a living relationship with God. And that's awesome. And I really hope that to people who don't know God or don't know Jesus um, and don't have the Holy Spirit, I'd like for this to be a moment where you can learn if you feel like you're being say you feel you feel being led you know what i'd like to know god um i'd like to know this jesus i hear about jesus all the time i hear about god all the time my family's telling me this i'm i'm hearing it sometimes from my coworker um i want to know more about god i want to know more about jesus then why not take i take time 
to not only feed myself and bless y'all and feed y'all with my own knowledge. I'm not a pastor. I'm not at all, um, I'm not at all like, you know, uh, certified to give you the word. But as you can see, this is my church. And if I'm including you guys, this is our church. Church is us gathering, getting into the word of God and, and, and almost studying it together and learning it together. Um, so as someone who's in Christian hip hop, as a Christian hip hop artist and just a Christian artist in general, if I'm not helping the people that, you know, listen to me, you know, rap or sing, but I'm not actually going into the word of God with them, then what am I doing? So that's what we're going to do. And uh, I, uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, Tuesdays uh, is when I'll be recording it, when I'll be uploading it. I don't know, but it'll be every, every time. It'll be consistent. Um, but I thought, man, it'd be awesome to... Sh so Tuesdays I have a Bible, a men's Bible study that I go to, and, uh, and I'm so blessed and, and fed through it. So I thought, man, I could take my, my meat that I eat and get fed, and I can share it with y'all. So um, first and foremost, uh, I'm going to pray each time, and, uh, and then we're going to get into the Word. And uh, to the people who are watching, if you have a prayer request, uh, please put it in the comments below, wherever you're seeing this. Um, I want to be praying for you. And as a community, we could be praying for each other. And uh, any negativity that you may read, or if there's any negativity in the comments anywhere, please, we are not just some arguments, especially if they're over the internet, are not going to be one. There are going to be people that do not believe in, in this being the living word of God. There's going to be people that disagree with even believing in Jesus, believing in God, having a relationship with Jesus. And um, to those people, we pray for them. But don't feel like you need to go fight or argue with someone because it's over the internet and it's just not going to go anywhere. So with that being said, uh, let's just get into this. And uh, it's about 9 o'clock where I'm at right now. So i do this for 30 minutes, 15. And, um, and we're just going to get into it. Um, so anyways... Father God, I just thank you right now for my brothers and sisters out there who have a, a calling to not only be fed by when we, are, when we are by ourselves in the physical realm, but we are always with you, Lord God. So I just pray that, that I just thank you, actually, I should say that we have an opportunity to not only be fed with the word of God, but we're able to take that feeding and that meditation and that awesome study of your word and share it with uh, others out there. And I just thank you for that calling to, uh, to not only preach the word of God, but to teach it. And, uh, and I thank you that for something like the internet, uh, you know, we don't have to have a past, pastoral certificate or any certificate of that nature. But I just thank you right now, God, that you 
have these callings and you and you love to fill us with your Holy Spirit to go and teach and and uh, and lead people to Christ and walk through Christ with others. So I just thank you for that right now, Lord God. I thank you for a, a, a peace. I keep hearing that word. I thank you for a peace that becomes anyone's thoughts or, or, or feelings of anxiousness or negativity or whatever's going on in their life. I just speak peace right now. I speak your peace, your everlasting, beautiful peace that you preach and talked about and, and instill with us with the Holy Spirit. So I just speak peace in the mighty name of Jesus right now over everyone's hearts and minds and souls. And Lord, uh, open ears to hear and, and, and uh, eyes to see. In your mighty name I pray. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So I thought I got really revved up. Uh, we were learning... Uh, Hebrews, we, or we started Hebrews. And Hebrews, if, if you're not, if you are in not of the know, Hebrews is a really powerful book because it's known as the book of faith. So I'm gonna give you just a quick uh, little, I guess, introduction I don't, uh, of Hebrews and the way that I understand it. And again, this is one 24-year-old's understanding of the word of God with a Bible study about an hour ago. So if I'm not being within sound doctrine, please reach out to me privately uh, because again, I'm not a certified teacher of the word of God, but I do want to make sure I am, am not saying false doctrine. So please, please check, check me. I'm a human. Um, so my understanding is this book, Hebrews, is for, um, is for the, it spoke to the Jewish faith, knowing the Torah and knowing these laws and, and, and what to abide by for all these years. And now Jesus has come. He has died on the cross. He is resurrected. He's ascended into heaven so with that being said, we not only have a new law, which doesn't banish the Torah, but it's a new law that helps you keep the Father's commandments. And uh, almost, it, it's kind of <laughs> a kind of spiritual spanking. Uh, you know, it's kind of your dad... Um, you know, that's probably not the best way to say it, but it's almost as if you, your dad is sitting you down and talking to you and saying, you know, this is correction. You know what you're doing is wrong because you know what is wrong, not only because of what, um, what I've said is wrong, but to continue on with what you know is wrong and continuing within that. Um, so pretty powerful. Uh, so, uh, the first part, we're probably going to do like one or two, three, three, three chapters. Um, the first part talks about who Jesus is and we get a, uh, a picture of, okay, 
So this is who Jesus is. This is who Jesus is in, in the kingdom of heaven. And it, and it almost goes through a, a hierarchy of God. And then of course the angels. So let's just get into this. Uh, I, uh, I have the ESV version. I don't think that truly matters, but uh, ch- chapter one, verse one, the supremacy of God's son. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God in the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Or again, I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes his angels, he makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the sun, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hate, hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. Before we, we continue, we're reading right here just who Jesus is. He, he is the radiance of the glory of God in the exact imprint of God's nature. Just take a second to like let that sink in. He is the radiance of the glory of God in the exact imprint of God's nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After after making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. That next part is so just beautiful. After making purification for sins, as Jesus becoming God in human form, he gives his life willingly, Jesus gives his life willingly to purify our sins and transgressions. And even after he willingly gives his life to become the perfect living sacrifice for our sins, he sits down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Just think about that. Something that kind of popped into my head just right now is I hear all the time that God is selfish because he says, I shouldn't be doing this or doing that. He says, well, God is selfish because he says, I can't go be with this. I can't go drink this. I can't do these things. God is selfish because he says, I can't do these things. The thing is, and I'm not casting any stones because 
this book, as I told you, is towards Jewish faith, saying you know that this is the Torah, you know that this is what you shouldn't do, but you're still doing it. You're being in complete disobedience to God. If I'm being honest, we always have a disobedience to God, even as Christians. Now, depending, depending on positions, and with that out of the way, there are so many laws and sins and, and things to uphold that if it wasn't for Jesus, I would not call myself a Christian. I wouldn't be saved right now if it wasn't for knowing who Jesus is and, and his willing sacrifice for me to sit at the right hand with God. How is that selfish? It's selfish for me to look at his sacrifice. And I'm saying this out of conviction because I don't live without sin. But how am I going to say that his willing sacrifice to bear my sins on a cross, if I'm honest, I should be nailed to. And just to be disobedient. He was the perfect living sacrifice. He was considered the perfect atonement for our sins. He lived in no sin so that he could become sin on our behalf. How, how, could, I, how could I want to be disobedient when he went through a pain and torture in human form, nailed to a cross 2,000 years ago, bleeding, couldn't breathe, was on that cross for hours. But to him, it was a willing and loving sacrifice. And it was completely selfless. And a selflessness I will never know. Because am I going to go get nailed to anything for you? No. I hate to say it. Am I going to willingly crucify myself for a family member? I don't know. I don't know. See, but to him, it was never a question. See how I said, you know, would I, would I get nailed to a cross for a family member? I don't know. But to him, it wasn't a question. He said, oh, if this cup can pass me, as he's praying to God, praying to our father, praying to his father in perfect unison, if this cup can pass me, but let your will be done. He said, if, if they can be forgiven and I don't have to get crucified, let that, please let that happen. But if that's not even in the question, if that's not even a possibility, then I'm doing it. See, there was no, there was like, hey, which anyone would be like, hey, I know what's about to happen. I know this is going to be so painful and, and hurt. And if it can pass me, but if it needs to be done, then there is no question it will be done. See, he, he already knew 
what we had gone through. He lived as a man as well. He lived to walk in our shoes for 33, 33 years, I'm pretty sure, and didn't fall into any sin because we are important to him. We are important to him that he wants us to sit the right side of God. Like, I don't, I, I can't, I can't see selfishness in that. But I guess that's just, when you have ears to hear in the scales, see, because religion says I have to do this. But relationship gives me the thought of why don't I want to be this? Why would I want to be disobedient if I know that he went to the cross as a sacrifice for my sins, for my disobedience? I say that, and like I said, this ain't any cast and stones. Everything I just told you is 100% me. But to the Holy Spirit and getting into this word, this living word of God, broken chains. Furthermore, you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. Like a robe, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will be changed. But you are the same, and your, your, and your years will have no end. And to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? That's, that's wow. So, with that being said, I guess it makes more sense to do a chapter, you know, uh, per. Um, that's just, wow. One of the things, so I got saved in 2016, March 16th, 2016 to be exact. One of the things that I have noticed is you could see the same words or passages or verses throughout those five years and you might not have even, nothing happened. You're like reading it, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Not have any clue what 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 was just said just now. What was what was said right now? And I've done that plenty of times, being a service, and I'm reading, and I'm like, I don't know what just was said just now. I have no idea. But you'll learn that as you walk year by year, month by month, day by day, you could read that same passage and then you'll finally hear it for the first time. And like, you'll be like, what? And sometimes it just takes saying it out loud. Like you said, I'm like, what? This is crazy. This is crazy. I've read that I don't know how many times and, and, and nothing happened. Again, living word of God.
So with that being said, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed getting into the word with me. Uh, again, please put any prayer requests. You can DM me, uh, comment them down below. I'd like if it's if it's not thing crazy personal, please comment it down below. So the whole community uh, of who watches these uh, can be praying for you uh, as a body of believers. We could be praying for you and, and just see uh, God's praise um, over lives. Um, before I close, and I'm going to just tell you this is how I'm going to close every week, is I'm going to we're gonna do a, a salvation prayer because I would not be who I am without Jesus's Holy Spirit inside of me. And I've never forgot the day I was saved. I never forgot the way it felt. And also, this is way bigger than, than feelings. Uh, and it is a commitment. And there's just something about when you truly submit and, and ask for Jesus to become your Lord and Savior of your life, there's a, a, a peace. And that's bigger than any feeling is this peace, this weight off your shoulders, knowing that you have a heavenly father who is ready to fight for you at any minute, any second, king of the universe fighting for you. How, how, could, how could that not bring not only a peace, but just a loving hug of a father, I guess you could say. So right now, God, I just thank you for the hearts of the of the many who will hear this, who will listen to this. And, and Lord, I just we just thank you right now. We just say, Lord, thank you for your love. Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you that you died on the cross and was resurrected and ascended into the heavens to bring me at the right side of God our Father. Thank you, Jesus, for being a perfect, living sacrifice for my sins. Thank you, Jesus, for just loving me. Thank you, Jesus, to come into my life, speak through me, leave me forever changed. Jesus, I ask for your Holy Spirit that you give all your sons and daughters who ask without reproach. We ask for the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Jesus, be the savior of my life. Continue to be the light of my life. And if this is my first hour, my first minute, my first day of asking you to be my Lord and savior, thank you that as the days and weeks and months and years go on that you will put amazing, awesome men and women of God, warriors of God in my life to help, help me walk this. Because when it's new, it can be scary, but it also can be so beautiful and exciting. And Jesus, right now, I just pray for anyone who spoke these words and all I really want to say is if this is your first time speaking those words, please find a church. Find, a, 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 it doesn't even really have to be a church. Find a Bible study, men's Bible study. Find a woman's Bible study, you know. 
find people that are like-minded. Finding a church is great. Don't get me wrong. But don't be afraid to go check out churches. I know right recently in the light of a lot of things, there's a lot of division with churches, but that's why go visit churches. Don't, you cannot walk this alone. If you try to walk this alone, and because this is purely over the internet, I cannot be there to help guide you. I just can't. So that's why I need you. If this is your first time saying these, please seek a church, find a church, go check out many churches, big, small, on the, on the court. If there's a little, sh you know, find any church, get plugged in and just, and just get plugged in and get plugged in with like-minded women and men of Christ who will help you walk this out because we are not meant to walk this alone. And when you have the Holy Spirit, you're able to discern through the Holy Spirit, okay, should I be around these people? And you might, you might lose some friends. You might lose friends through this decision. But I'll tell you, I haven't lost anyone through my walk that I've never lost anyone that I guess you could say didn't want to be in my life anyways. So the people who are in my life want to be in my life. And uh, they, they up front know that I'm a Christian. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And uh, either way you put it, Jesus is my savior. And um, I'll tell you, people will probably leave. I remember the first time I told really close friends that I knew for all these years of my life, even like high school friends I still talk to, I told them, I was scared to tell them, hey man, I got saved. What does that mean? I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Scared. Scared to tell them. But again, like I said, people who don't want to be in your life because of your choice and your decision to ask a Heavenly Father to be in your life and to love you, those people see it as a threat or see you as a threat because of it. Pray for them. And uh, there's a Bible verse that says if, if, if they don't accept you, wipe the dust off your shoes and, and leave them with a peace and pray for them. And, you know, there's just some people, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, Rich with Rags Righteousness says, we have people who are in our lives to be a leaf and we have people who are in our lives to be a branch, to be within, you know, with us. Leaves will fall and they'll fly away each season. We may have someone be in our life for a season. Doesn't mean all those people who are in our lives for that season are going to stay. And with this new beautiful walk, I just pray for you so much. And welcome to the, to the family. Welcome to the kingdom of heaven. And uh, I'm excited to get more into Hebrews with you guys. So with that being said, God bless y'all. Have a, an awesome week in Jesus' name. Be protected, be safe, and again, peace. I just pray a peace becomes over you. It's over me. And uh, yes, please reach out to me. Reach out, find a church. That's all I have to say for right now. Thank you. God bless y'all. And I'll see you guys uh, next week.